0: Hello, just uh, a quick intro-, intro before the episode begins. Uh, there were some errors in the recording for this episode, and we lost about the last 10 minutes of the episode. Um, and we, I cut it a little closer this time so there wasn't time to re-record, so this episode is going to end in the middle of Tactics Card's talk. Um, I'm very sorry. I'm going to try and figure out what is going on, and we shall hopefully have this fixed for next week's episode um but until then i hope you guys do enjoy this talk with danny from the uh casual profession professional casual network yeah professional casual network i'm pretty sure it's called let's double check that yes professional casual network um it was very fun while we were having it um I think the issue was that Discord crashed in the middle of the call, and that caused issues. Um, So yeah, I'm very sorry for the episode that's going to kind of end abruptly, so I just wanted to give you this message beforehand, and have a happy holidays. Hello and welcome to Morlocks, a let's experiment show about finding new homes for the lots and forgotten characters of Marvel Crisis Protocol. I'm your host, Lexa White, and with me today is Danny. How are you doing, Danny?
1: Hi, I'm doing super well. How are you?
0: Doing solid. It is nice, it's good to hear. Holiday weekend. Yes. Wild. Yeah. <laughs> we are getting into my least favorite season of the year.
1: Oh, no, you're not a a Christmas? How do you feel about Thanksgiving, though? I am very dubious
0: on Thanksgiving. Okay. Uh, Mostly because we as a nation are celebrating our relationship with a type of people that we don't actually treat that well. Mm -hmm. Yep. Yep. I feel that. And then I'm pagan, so I don't even celebrate Christmas. Okay. And I worked retail last year,
1: so I've heard way too much Christmas music. Too much. And just the way that retail workers are treated around this time of year is deplorable.
0: Okay, I had it oh. worse. Because I worked grocery retail.
1: Oh, no. So you have the oh. double
0: whammy of Chris- of Thanksgiving and then Christmas. Thanksgiving mm-hmm. is slightly bigger than Christmas. And considering how big Christmas is for food, that's saying something.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. I mean, I, I love food, and I love grocery shopping, I did not want to step foot in a grocery store in the last two weeks, because it was just Mm -hmm. too much, and everyone's just awful, and I can't even imagine how the, like, cashiers and stuff are treated. I try to be, like, extra nice during that time to, like, make up for the awful, like, old Mm -hmm. ladies who are, you know, complaining about their bruised yams or whatever. So
0: it's, uh, I was night crew, so we will be stocking the store every night.
1: Oh, I don't know if that's, like, a blessing, though, to not be, like, peak, like, foot traffic time, but still. It
0: was a blessing because it was also in the middle of the pandemic, and it means that we had, we were probably the safest people in the store.
1: Oh, yeah, that's fair. Because we
0: had the least interaction with the public.
1: Yeah. Oh, awful. I will say, if I never see another can of pumpkin puree again, I will be more than content Fair enough, I I don't like pumpkin at all, so. I was doing all the pumpkin things today, that was the family's request for my contribution, and I, no, No. not a, not, I like pumpkin, just not pumpkin pie, so. Yeah,
0: yeah. I am notoriously picky when it comes to food. Okay. So it's just like, yeah.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: Just give it kidding. to me basic. Give me
1: okay. turkey and mashed potatoes and that's it. <laughs> yeah. Oh, even that just sounds perfect. Sounds absolutely perfect. I throw I on some salt and pepper and voila, we're good. There you go. Mm-hmm. Don't have complaints from me with that. Yes.
0: But also, we are recording this a couple days after the official rules update came out. Yes. So much exciting news. Yes. 99% of it I enjoy. I have one grievance. Okay. I am not a fan of the Doom Prophecy change.
1: Yes. Yep. I'm hearing a lot of that over um, the people on my network as well. That they are overwhelmingly not happy with that specifically.
0: Yeah. Everything else I think is great. Um, I think there are some omissions. That we, we are going to talk about one in a minute. Okay. Uh, that I think could have used a little bit of a tune-up. But I think overall, it's, they have a very clear indication that they want a lot less
1: turn one bullshit. Yeah. Which is totally fair. hmm Like, let's get into the game instead of all the pomp and circumstance beforehand, I think. Yeah. And I think, especially the
0: advanced R&D change. I think very specifically is about that. Mm-hmm. And I as I have talked about on the show, I was expecting advanced 90 to be restricted at some point. Yeah. But this I think will will keep it away from that.
1: Yep. Yeah, I agree. Looking at the way that they've worded it now, I agree. I think that it'll it'll definitely tweak it enough that mm-hmm. it should kinda of rein people in a little bit. <laughs>
0: Now, I will say some of the changes do invalidate some of the lists we have made on the show before, but that's okay. That happens. Yeah. No yeah. bad feelings about this. <laughs> um, I think specifically, it's, we've had some Gamma launch shenanigans in our list before that don't work anymore because it's now doing Hulk's activation. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But with all that being said,
1: who did you bring today? I brought Hella to talk about today. Yes, probably my hands-down favorite character out of everything that AMG's come out with so far. Uh-huh.
0: And and I was expecting Hella to get a very small tune-up.
1: What would you have had tuned up on her? I'd uh, love to hear your opinion on this.
0: Claim soul being
1: one power, not two. That's <laughs> it. I think that would be really fair. Um, we were talking, you know, some of the guys on my network and I were talking about Hela, Um And it's really like, because my husband ran her uh, this past week when he played against him. And it's wild that on her flip side, she goes down to four stamina too, mm-hmm. which is unfortunate. But there's got to be some drawback, I guess. She can't just be incredible.
0: Yes, uh, but speaking of your <laughs> network,
1: uh, would you
0: mind quickly yeah. introducing yourself? Because we kind of skipped over yeah. that into the other conversation.
1: Yeah, um, yeah. I'm Danny. I'm from the Professional Casual Network, and we have two shows that deal strictly with Marvel Crisis Protocol, and they are oh yeah the Power Phase, and wait did I roll a wild oh yeah the Power Phase. We um, stream live on Twitch Mondays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, and that's just you know two of us duking it out various crises we've been going with more like fluff lists of like there was one i think tim made a list or maybe it was dan i can't remember of like characters who canonically in the comics ride motorcycles and like that was the the affiliation um just to kind of like spice things up a little bit mm-hmm. um And then we do Wait, Did I Roll a Wild?, which we also do live on YouTube on Thursdays at 7 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. And that's where we go, you know, we review the game that was done on Monday. We talk about any news that AMG's come out with, the new rules stuff, the new characters who have been dropped, all that sort of thing. So those are our two base Marvel Crisis Protocol shows.
0: And if I remember correctly, and I'm double checking this now, my episode of Wait, Did I Roll a Wild is supposed to be coming out this Thursday, right?
1: That is correct. Yeah. So you got to hang out with Tim and Big Chuck. Yes.
0: So later today, as of time of release, it will be, you will also be able to see me on Wait, Did I Roll a Power of Faith just blowing these guys' minds. Yes. Oh, Yeah. (laughs)
1: Yep. It was so funny. I remember talking to them afterwards and they were like, you know, we're very casual. And they're like, Lexa knows a lot. I'm like, yeah, okay." And they're they're like, we're very casual. (laughs) (laughs) They're so funny.
0: Mm -hmm. I try to lean into that a little bit. Mm -hmm. And I also know you guys play on uh, Oh Wait, the Power Face, which I honestly I love the title of that. I, ha- I have yeah to, um, <laughs> that was like a joke and it just stuck well i have done that so many times turn one of getting into the game and then you go to pick
1: up your first strategy, and you look down and you're like oh wait the power phase <laughs> right i right. can't believe i forgot that yeah every time i remember when they were all first like getting into the game like when i say they i mean the other people on our network um when they were first getting into it and they would be playing the game like in our living room or whatever and they're like oh yeah oh yeah i'm like you guys how are you forgetting this basic rule and then i started playing and i was like that's yeah it's very easy to forget that very important step yes
0: um <laughs> but um you guys play custom crises on there.
1: yes yep tim has been developing some i think chuck may have thrown a couple in there as well um Just to kind of try to spice it up between big releases and stuff like that. So they've done a couple weeks with custom stuff, which is pretty cool.
0: Yes, I'm always a big supporter of custom stuff. I make a lot of custom stuff, both for this game and Arkham Horror the card game. I know I I have sent along, it has not been used yet, but I have sent along at least one custom crisis to one of you guys. Awesome. Mm-hmm. Very, very cool. Don't know if it will ever actually appear, but <laughs> it's it's out there in the world.
1: Yeah, okay. I hope so. Yes. That would be fun.
0: Cause it, it's a it's a real interesting one that I want to see get
1: played. Just okay. to see how it works. Um Maybe I'll teach Tim to do that one the next time I play. <laughs> and then you can and beat him I up with whatever it... <laughs>
0: list you then you can beat him up with whatever list you make here. Yes sounds good <laughs> uh-huh. so let's let's talk about hella so hella is one of the earliest characters in the game not quite core box but very soon afterwards um fourth threat for a total of ten health split as six and four
1: but also with the very important four 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 stat line yes. oh yep she's got beefy defenses and I love it
0: Mm -hmm. And she generates two power a turn and is a medium mover on a medium base. Yep. So, uh, there's a couple different ways that we can go about this. Uh, She also is a mystic attacker, which is very important in this game Mm -hmm. at this point. And she has a chance to revive, which is never going to be a complaint for me.
1: Right. Absolutely.
0: Um, so, uh, are there any affiliations that jump out to you as things that you want to talk about?
1: Um, I mean, obviously the go-to with her is Asgard and they, I'm just drawn to, she makes for, with that mystic attack, she makes a really great addition to a very like beef stick list, which Mm -hmm. is what I prefer to run because I'm, I'm not a finesse player at this point. I just want to hit things and do damage and take them out. And with her having both physical and a mystic attack, she's beautiful there. Um, Mm -hmm. I tend to prefer, I don't know why it's just, it's become like a shtick at this point. I really like running predominantly female lists. Mm -hmm. Um, So I've loved throwing her in uh, to a force from time to time and getting a nice little, nice little group of ladies there. That's been my, those are my two go to affiliations for the most part. Mm-hmm.
0: I will say um, we are looking for new homes. As, as new the, home, the uh, intro suggests that we will not be talking about Asgard today. Yes. Um. So there are a couple that I want to just straight off the bat bring up, and two of them are new go- new people in town. Um, okay. First off, is the Midnight Suns.
1: Hmm.
0: Um. She is. Uh, she's a double power generator on a medium base that moves medium and has bleed synergies with blade.
1: Which would be an incredible combo to have and not something that I think many, um, other players would be expecting. Yeah. You know, I think a lot of people forget about that bleed that she has. So Mm -hmm. that would be kind of like, you know, out of nowhere.
0: Yes. And also, um, when you attack someone with her reign of hell that already has the Bleak condition on them, they do not count their wilds as successes when defending oh. against this attack.
1: How debilitating. Like, yes. And again, another thing, like, you don't realize it, and especially if you throw that on, like, a character who has, like, a regeneration... They don't care too much about having bleed, so they might not shake it. And I know that that's happened a couple times um, on our show where I'm not going to bother shaking that. And then you come up with that. Forget your wilds, buddy. Yeah. Wild. Um
0: And also, it, because she is a medium move, medium base, a bump plus a single move will get you to a central es- extract. And then you can move back to a back D secure. Yeah. On turn one. And you already have the power prep for that.
1: Yep. No, that would be a great spot for her to be.
0: Mm-hmm. Um. Then we have um the weirdest kids in town. One second. Uh, Convocation. Yes. Um. Who have two different uh abilities, leadership abilities that they can switch between. One is the moons of. Munapur? I'm butchering it because I don't know how to pronounce <laughs> crap at all. I just don't. Um, but when an ally character makes a mystic attack against a character without an activated token, it may re-roll one of its attack dice. Hella has a mystic attack sh- that she mm-hmm. wants to be using at least once per turn just so she can generate souls. Yeah. Uh, when an ally character without an activated token makes a defense roll, it may re-roll one of its defense dice. You have four defense dice so you're even with a condition like Incinerate on you that's lowering your defense dice, you'll still probably have at least one die to re-roll with that.
1: Absolutely. Which, I mean, you can't argue with four defenses anyway, but just with that, mm-hmm. yeah, it really just beefs
0: her up. And then on the other side, you have Circle of the Cosmos, which is when an ally character suffers damage from an enemy effect after... Uh, the effect is resolved, you may place it within one of its current position, which allows her to get a little extra mobility. Mm-hmm. So that is an interesting option. Absolutely. And then much in the same realm as uh, um, Midnight Suns, but maybe with a little b- bit more extra spice because of some certain things that I will get into a with her in a second, is X-Men.
1: Okay. Uh, That was one that kind of came to my mind, too, only because of my base familiarity with them. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, she gets a, like, character jump for turn one that gets her into a position where she can move forward, pick up an extract, move back. Um, Because she only needs one off of a medium base, so if she's jumping over, like, a beast or something, she makes it. Right. Um, and also it gives her cover, and she's rolling four dice, so she'll always generally always have a die to turn into a cover. Yep. Um. And Hella is specifically good at paid flips. Um, because she has oh, the yeah. four across the board. 444 and Mm -hmm. she has two powers so she can always turn one pick up an extract and flip a secure or on mutant madman do a double secure flip on the final activation of a round because medium move plus medium base equals uh enough to one walk into the first b spend one power flip it and then one walk to the back your opponent's be on that side and flip it as well. Yeah. Or attempt to flip it. They'll generally have a pussy on, it but it, on means, it, but it means you have like a fifty fifty shot of getting it. I think it is. So Yeah.
1: Yep. Yeah. And with those defenses, the way that they are, like, you can afford to be a little bit more aggressive with her and yeah. go in that where you might not normally be able to do that if you have someone who's not as not as strong in those defenses
0: yes exactly um are there any other car- uh places that jump out to you
1: i mean i love like when you said midnight suns i was like this whole thing in my brain opened up where i was like oh my gosh that would be so cool like you said with blade mm-hmm. um yeah, let me go back to this guy Doo-doo-doo.
0: So the current Midnight Suns list is Blade, Black Cat, Doctor Strange, Doctor Voodoo, Ghost Rider, Iron Fist, Moon Knight, and Wong. All right. Which most of that cast is already out, finally.
1: Finally. Oh my gosh. Like, it's been like painting bonanza here to get stuff done and ready. Mm Mm-hmm.
0: And Hella is now one of three characters that benefit off of the bleed condition on their opponent. The other, another one being Blade and the third one being Drax the Destroyer. Mm. So do you want to commit to Midnight Suns or the other options you want to explore?
1: Let's commit to Midnight Suns. Cool. Then let's get Blade right in there. Okay. Right. I'm going to write this down too, because I'm absolutely using this list. The next time I play, and I have all these characters available. Very, <laughs> very fair. I can't wait. Tim's gonna be like, "That's not fair." I'm like, mm, "Yes, it is." I'm just, you know, asking for help from you know smarter sources than myself. Whatever. <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, I also create a list a week at this point, oh, if cool. not more, because That's I incredible. I have been putting. This will be episode forty-seven of this podcast. Oh my gosh. That's incredible. Yes. Um. So we have Blade in there. Um. We have a lot of three options in there. Because we have Black Cat, Iron Fist, and Moon Knight. Is there one of those that jumps out to you?
1: Mm, I have played Black Cat a few times, and I always really liked her. But Moon Knight is super appealing as well. Mm-hmm. Mm, but if I want to stick... You know, with my shtick of predominant women, I think I would have to go with Black Cat. Mm -hmm. Well, there's nothing to say we can't put both of them in there. That is true. That's the beauty of having threes, right? Like, Mm -hmm. you have so much more versatility with having those on available to you. Mm -hmm. Um, Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay, so let's do Black Cat and Moon Knight for now. Mm
0: Mm-hmm.
1: And then we can kind of tweak as needed.
0: Yes. Um. And then uh we have uh four we have either a two of of Wong, a four of Doctor Voodoo or a five of Ghost Rider. Are any of those super appealing to you?
1: Not really. I used Wong once and he's not a character that I can do justice to mm-hmm. if that makes sense. Like I don't I don't want to play a character and not, not that every character has to shine every game, but I just I think that some people can do really well with Wong. Um, but and then as far as Voodoo and Ghost Rider go, I don't I don't know enough about Voodoo to really commit to that. Mm-hmm. I'm big into the commitment piece. <laughs> and then,
0: uh, but we do have newly updated Ghost Rider.
1: Right. Okay. So I did hear a little bit. I get a lot of, like, I just overhear conversations between people about things like that. So he's significantly better. Yes. Um, So now he has
0: immunity to bleed, hex, incinerate, and poison. Oh. He has eight health on his front side and seven health on his backside. So 15 total health. Wow. Wow. And his spirit of vengeance, which is what gives him power, whenever another allied character is attacked, it now is if it deals damage, he gains the power. But it is with no range restriction,
1: so he can be across the board and still gaining power. Wow, that's incredible. Let's go with Ghost Rider because he's gonna, yeah, he's gonna generate some power. That that would be beautiful. And also, it means we can get some
0: a really dumb combo. So, if I remember this works correctly, um, but you can target Hella when when Hella's on her flip side and she has her three souls. Um, you can use Deal with the Devil targeting Hella and then expend the three souls off of Hella and still get an injured Ghost Rider back. Wow. Because it's uh Deal with the Devil. Um, let me reread these cards to make sure the interactions work correctly. This is a thing to double check on the rules form. I know it was done for a little bit. I don't know if it's been refuted by the rules form or not at this point. But yeah, um... Yeah. But you place Ghost Rider down, do all of his stuff... Um... Incinerate people, and then the chosen character is KO'd. Mm-hmm. And so, in that KO trigger, you use the replacement effect of Hella to remove three soul tokens instead of KOing. Okay. And voila, you have a healthy Hella and uh, an injured Hella and an injured Ghost Rider both still alive. Wow.
1: That's wild.
0: Yeah. But it looks like we have a solid core for our. Midnight Suns. That gives us enough, probably enough versatility that we'll be able to fit Hela in at every point value. Uh, Now, uh, who are um, we'll probably need a two threat. Hmm. And there have been a lot of changes to the two threats. Um, because we now have because. Bullseye got changed, Rocket got changed, and Aquaria got changed. Oops. Which that is a lot of people who got changed.
1: Yeah. Jeez. Yeah. Is not working?
0: It's just being um,
1: slow, so slow. I don't know why it won't just filter through the twos. Um, I know how much. It's actually kind of funny. It's another like shtick thing. Um, Tim on my network loves Bullseye mm. so much, so 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 much. I've never used him. My go-to for a two, though, is Black Widow. Mm. Two-point Black Widow. She's just kind of like—I don't know. She's always a like solid. Nebula's pretty great too. My my only issue with Nebula is I always forget that she can't like hold objectives or get <laughs> points. But she is kind of nice just to go in and like be mm. a pain in the butt and yeah. you know wreck somebody's plans, which I'm all about wrecking plans.
0: And Widow is a very good, like, pick up an extract and run away to uh, a Mm -hmm. back secure something point and giving her the extra mobility of the range one place that the Bumpin' Knight does. Seems solid.
1: Yeah, I'd go with Black Widow then. Cool.
0: So now we just get to add a bunch of, we have four more characters and I don't think, let me, let's go and do the math. But I, I'm i not sure that we have any lists, uh, any requirements on our uh, okay. character. Hello. So, yes, yeah, so we have a 14 team. We have a little bit of an issue at 15. But okay. I. But. That could be fixed by either putting in Wong or putting in Dr. Voodoo. Uh, but, okay. Uh, then we have 16, 18, 19, and then we just need a higher threat for 20. So, yeah. So, we have a little bit of issues with our points value just because of we only have, like, we're very three heavy in affiliation, okay. if that makes sense. Gotcha. Yeah. And also, Midnight Suns is kind of a a constricted piece right now because they are so new and thus have so few pieces yet. Mm -hmm. So, yeah. Absolutely. Um, But I think if we either get Wong or Dr. Voodoo in, then that fixes up all of our points issues to get Hella in at every point value, and then we get the rest of the characters can just be spicy stuff.
1: Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at uh, Dr. Voodoo right now. He looks pretty dope too, so. Dr. Voodoo is very fun. Yeah, let's throw him in there. Mm
0: -hmm. Yes, and he should be out sometime next month. If I remember correctly, he's supposed to be out on the 10th. Oh, I hope so. (laughs) Yes. Uh, Let's just go back to this. Now we have a list at every point value, so all we can do is make this better by adding spice. And I want to bring up a character that I had already brought up this episode, uh, okay. which is Drack the Destroyer. Okay. The other Bleed character.
1: I mean, if we're going Midnight Suns, if we're going Blade, like it, it I think it's the logical progression, right?
0: Mm-hmm. He dishes out bleed. He gets benefits from bleed. We have, especially in a tight scrum, he is going to be very good. And that little extra distance from the range one place, getting him into more easily into range two on people is going to be very nice.
1: Yeah. Uh, Are there any? Go ahead. I was just going to ask. So who would you sub out to fit Drax in there? What do you think?
0: Uh, I, or are we just
1: talking additions? Well, no. We have three more character slots. Okay.
0: So we can fit- I drafts. love it. Yeah. So we have- yep. With Drafts in there, we have two more character
1: slots of just characters to get in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Ah. Oh. Yeah. I'm, like, watching- I'm, like, imagining all of this unfolding in my mind, and I'm so jazzed about it. Mm-hmm. Are there any characters that jump out to you as people you want to take? Mm. Scrolling, 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 scrolling.
0: We have so many characters at this
1: point. I know. There are so many. And I mean, I'm trying to look at this without... I get, like, nostalgic and, like, like I want... To have, like, Gamora, and I want her to do X, Y, and Z, but I know that she's not often capable of doing that.
0: Well, Gamora was one of the characters that was updated. Okay. Um, She now has six health on both sides of her card, and right. has stealth. Okay. Which allows Let's her... Yeah, okay. Yeah, allows her a little bit more safety, and she can yeah. be real scary when she wants to be. I like that. Because she can just roll out at a time, because her yeah. deadliest woman in the universe um, is just allows her to get a... can be very spiky. She is not quite the spikiest person in the game. That is still Dark Because Doc Ock, when he rolls all wilds on his builder, just explodes someone.
1: Yeah. Hmm. I think if we're talking... Well... If I'm thinking of just adding, like, fun and spice and just, you know, I don't know. Who's spicier than Deadpool? Deadpool. Like the dude loves his chimichangas. Yes,
0: he does. He he is a very interesting piece. Um, he got that healing factor too, but that really low health. Yeah. Um. Oh, I have a thing I want to suggest. Mm, please. Um, I know we were talking about Black Widow for a two pointer, but I just realized a weird synergy. So, how do you feel about Bob?
1: Bob. I love Bob. He's such a fun so when I was looking at the list of twos, I did he did pop out to me. Um mm-hmm. yeah, so I mean, here's Bob? the thing. He can
0: self-daze, which gives uh Hella a soul token. Uh-huh. And I'm pretty sure that him dazing over and over again to the to butt how will just keep feeding Hella soul tokens.
1: Yeah. Oh, that's incredible. Yeah, maybe, yeah, let's swap out. Or do you think we should swap Black Widow for Bob or just add Bob as the 10th? I I think I would swap it
0: Uh, just because okay. I I don't think we're in the need. I don't think we intend to go super wide, so I don't think we need two, two sets. Does that make sense? Yep, I agree. Mm-hmm. All right, welcome, Bob. Oh, it's just the the continually dazing to give her soul to
1: her. so funny, which is invaluable. Like yeah. that's such an incredible, like built-in resource to have. Mm-hmm. Yes, um, oh, oh, and more. you can
0: just use bump to get him into very, into a better position for his rocket. Um. But yeah, you were suggesting. You were talking about Oh, Deadpool. That's why Deadpool. I, I got distracted by Bob.
1: Yeah. <laughs> Which might be kind of Oh, is that beneficial to take them together? Probably not. No.
0: So it's it's uh <laughs> yeah. going to works against an enemy Bob.
1: Right. Yeah. Uh Oh. I figured it out. My last one. Mm. Um, I'm going to take Domino because I love Domino. Very fair. She's just, she is so fun. She's, hell is my favorite. Domino is probably maybe second after. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I love Domino. She's just so fun to play and I like her versatility. So we'll throw her on there. So we've we've got a real interesting,
0: varied roster that is going to lead some to some interesting setups. But now let's talk okay. about our secures. Um, okay. And the one that I want to start out with is Mutant Madman. Okay. Um, because I talked about it earlier, Hella can set up on a flank and then last activation flip your own, walk over, flip the opponent, attempt to flip the opponents all in one turn and have like a 50, 50 shot of flipping your opponent. Yeah. Yeah. which Early, early secure advantage, not going to complain.
1: Mm hmm. Absolutely. If nothing else, like even if I can't maintain that, I feel like that would totally set the tone too. like, if I go in there and I get my own and then I get yours too, you know, that's nothing if not kind of like the, the psychological game a little bit. Oh yeah which we have a lot of shit talking on our channel. Like, there was one game where Tim was, like, talking, and he's like, I'm going to make you eat dirt. I'm going to beat you. I'm going to make you eat dirt. And I was like, okay, let's see. And he made a dirt cup with pudding and Oreos. And he did beat me, and he made me eat it on camera. At the (laughs) end of the game. Oh, that is amazing. Yeah. He even brought... So he had it in a little cup, and he didn't have, like... He didn't want to bring like a metal spoon or whatever. So he brought one of his son's like Elmo spoons. So I had to eat it. Luckily, it was delicious. And I was like, joke's on you because I'm eating pudding and cookies right now. But so I love the idea of just like that, you know, setting the tone, the psychological, giving me something where it wouldn't be like, that wouldn't be expected of me to do. And then I could do that. And Tim will be like, whoa. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Look at you. Mm hmm.
0: Um, also, let's bring up the new kid in town. The just kind of leaked out, spoiled, super-powered scoundrels form sinister syndicate. Us. The S Alliteration Brigade.
1: Oh my gosh. Honestly, some of the titles on these cards, it's like, wow, guys, okay, come on.
0: <laughs> They're just having fun, and I cannot complain about to that. It's
1: true and like especially in a game like this like why not just mm-hmm. go all out
0: yeah i'm not 100% sure it's the way we want to go but i wanted to bring it up because it's the new shiny mm. um but it's yeah. an f secure and characters contesting one get cover from attacks made by characters not contesting the same token
1: okay i like that mm-hmm. i like having cover
0: yeah, but I'm not sure we are going to go wide enough to cover an F secure. I right. think we will I I think we like our B's and D's. I don't think we can quite go five on five points, if that makes sense. Right. But, Cause Hella is a four pointer and we have a four point leader. Um and we're not always going to get the value, the, the points value of our, of our choice anymore because now loser picks instead of winner picks. So you can't really force situations and have teams built around them.
1: Right. Hmm.
0: Are there any secures that jump out to you?
1: I'm looking now. Do-do-do. In which maps did you say would be ideal?
0: Uh, I said we we don't mind our B's and D's. I could also see us doing good on C's and E's. Okay. I just, I don't think we're quite ready for the F.
1: Right. I agree. Um What do you think about the deadly meteors mutate civilians?
0: I think we already talked about how we're pretty dang good at pay to flips. Um yeah. so I have no and and that is an all or nothing, so we only really have to control the middle and one side of the board. Right. And with Hella having her four defense dice, we can have po we can do a lot on we can flip that middle one out from under people. Fairly solidly, so yeah, I I'm good for that. Yeah. That leaves us one more choice. Um, as good as we are on pay to flips, I don't think we want to do sword base because it kind of one, I don't like it as a scenario, and two, um, it kind of nullify nullifies the advantage that Hella gets on mm. pay to flips of being this four four four. Um, but if we wanted to go full pay to flips, we could just play, uh, portals overrun city with spider people. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. Yeah. And it's, that has a place to it, if you will, a skill on it. And with Midnight Suns, we can get back into position better than our opponent can by waiting to use a bump and then night until after we get placed. Yeah, Totally. Cool, so we have three secures. Now our extracts. And extracts have had a big change as Panic grips
1: is officially banned. Oh. How do you feel about banning a crisis? I'm okay with it. Okay.
0: Um, I think looking at it in the grand scope of things, When you only ban, when you only have to ban one out of what, 18, 19, maybe 20 crises total? Yeah. That's a
1: pretty good track record. That is true. That is true.
0: Mm -hmm.
1: Yeah. I mean, uh, as far as I'm concerned, I'm totally fine with it. Like, whatever they know best how to keep the game, like, balanced and fun. Um, it was just really interesting, like, to go that far to to totally ban it. But I'm I'm sure if you're just playing a game with a friend, yeah, it's not a tournament. You can do whatever you want. They,
0: they have been very clear of, like, we are not the police. We won't come to your house and, and take your game if you don't play it the way we tell you to. This is your game, so play it the way you want to. Yep.
1: yep. Which, and if you and your friends have fun with it, go for it.
0: Yes. Um... I still one of my favorite things was opening for the first time the Chronicles of Darkness core rule book. Mm. And the golden rule at the front of the page is if any rule in this book is making the game not fun, ignore it. Absolutely. And yep. team, some yeah. people in the RPG community need to learn that rule.
1: Yeah. Um our big thing over here, we do a lot of like actual play podcast doing like Pathfinder second edition and stuff like that. And I run a game and that's like my rule of thumb. Like if Mm -hmm. it's not conducive to the game and the storytelling and it totally sucks, then forget it. Like I'm the boss. Mm -hmm.
0: (laughs) Yeah, no, it's, it's, I, I grew up on the other end of the uh, RPG spectrum. Uh, I am a big vampire. The masquerade Chronicles of darkness, that end of the spectrum. Yeah. I am like fantasy No, thank you. I want my vampires. (laughs) My modern fantasy.
1: Vampires are... That's definitely something I would love if we could branch out a little bit Mm -hmm. over here. Scheduling is a nightmare, but just kind of getting some, like, different stuff. Even if we did, like, a one-shot and released it or whatever, that would be kind of cool. Well, if you ever need a remote
0: DM, I know many different systems. uh, Including some very interesting ones. Like, I literally have the new book that came out at the end of October for Vampire the Masquerade right here okay
1: that's Um, awesome
0: and sitting over there uh is another RPG that's going to be a secret Santa gift that I already own a copy of that I won't share on here because the person who's getting it might be a listener of the podcast
1: so okay (laughs) how cool how fun for them no that would be incredible because the figuring out who is running a game to have to, like, read up on it and learn the system, that's time-consuming. So if we know somebody... There's a bunch of systems that
0: people just... that aren't as popular. Because I think D&D and Pathfinder are kind of cornered the RPG market, but I've never been Mm -hmm. a big fan of sword and sorcery. Right. So they haven't appealed to me. So I know a lot of different, weirder systems, like the back of my hand. Like, I could... I could definitely run Chronicles of Darkness. I could run Vampire the Masquerade. I could run um, some of the Power by the Apocalypse engine games, which are super, super simple, too. Are very RP-heavy, very rules-light. Yeah. Um, I could also probably run
1: Call of Cthulhu. Cool. I'm going to bring you up. Yeah. Okay. Lexa said she would. she would run it. Let's go. Yeah. yeah.
0: <laughs> Get you into some <laughs> of these other systems that you've never yeah. even heard of. <laughs>
1: Yeah, no, that would be super fun. Even just like, for fun thing. Cause yeah. I used to do that all the time, and now, now it's like a job.
0: Uh, I know that.
1: Uh, it's uh, still fun though.
0: Yes, absolutely. It's, I would not be doing this podcast if it was not fun. I would not be reviewing TV like I do if it wasn't fun, but it's yes. it's a different timbre.
1: Definitely. And like, when you love this stuff it's so much easier it seems less like a job because it's like a genuine interest so it's not so like oh well i guess i've got to go and do this it's like no this is a thing i would be interested in talking about this anyway <laughs> and now we get to make content with it so that's yeah. it's just but i think there is thing.
0: there is a distinction to say that um just because this does not feel like a job does not mean it's not work.
1: Right. Yes, that definitely has to be said because it's abs- I'm a teacher by day and um a lot of I teach 11th and 12th graders and they are interested in it because they understand podcasts and stuff now, but they don't realize the amount of work that goes into it. Mm-hmm. Like guys, it's not just hanging out with your friends and doing whatever like the editing and the marketing and the everything like that it's so much
0: and also like you're in a different mode
1: because mm-hmm.
0: i i very much talk about it as because i also uh i will shout this out again at the end of the live stream but i also stream on twitch generally about twice a week twice to three times a week oh. with various different groups um yeah. twice saturday and sunday mornings with Codab games doing Arkham Hall, the card game content and once every other Monday with uh, twitch.tv slash the underscore fuzzies just playing general board games. Yeah. Um. And it's like there is definitely a switch to performance mode. Mm-hmm.
1: Yep, yep. You have to be on no matter mm-hmm. what happened to you that day in your life, yep. how you're feeling. Nope, doesn't matter. You've got to be on, which that plays into my role as a teacher too because I can't, like, if, I'm, if it's really bad, I, I level with my students. And I'm like, look, I'm not having a great day. It's nothing that you did, but just so that you know. Um, and luckily, they're forgiving. But, like, an audience who you are creating this content for, they won't be as forgiving. Yeah. So. You
0: you can't just lay your head down on the desk and put Bill Nye the Science Guy on.
1: <laughs> if only. If only. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh.
0: But, yes. uh. After that kind of diversion onto yeah. kind of the um, mentality of podcasting and stuff.
1: Yeah.
0: Uh, let's talk about extracts.
1: Yes. Okay. Um, the first one I ever played, so again, that nostalgia, is uh, the formula one. The Ma- How do you say that? Montesi? Montesi Montez- Montez-
0: Montez- Montez- formula. Montesi formula. Yes. Gives us a beam. Which I don't think... Which we have the little reposition that we can do to get into better position for beams to line up multiple people with a range one bump in the night place. So I that makes sense to me. Yeah. Um, I just want to talk about cubes. Giving extra yeah. power out a ton is never a bad thing. And add yeah. on to that that... Uh, it, we can always use the power for bump in the night. Yeah? Ah. Oh, yep. That just leaves us our third one. Mm.
1: Hmm. Hmm. That's another good one.
0: Like, we can always go the classic uh, Worthy Hammers. Uh, we could go Research Station if we just want to scrum in the middle. Um, if we want to kind of slow the game down and play a very secure focused game, we can play alien ship. Let's do, let's do research station. Cool. Let's get a second secure on the table. So yeah, so that is the three extracts and just leaves us our tactics cards. Awesome. Uh, Hella does not have any tactics cards of her own. So we don't have to worry about that. But we do
1: have some Midnight Suns tactics cards to talk about. All right. Help me with this because I am notoriously awful when it comes to tactics cards. I get the um, analysis paralysis. Yes. There's so many choices and I can't. I just don't know. And I, I also often will take cards that... In the moment, they seem like a great idea. And then when we're playing the game, I'm like, why did I take this? This is a horrible idea. Uh You know, it's very like um, contingent on X, Y, and Z happening. And then those things never happen. So I am a self-proclaimed tactics cards dummy.
0: Yes. So, So we'll do it in kind of the order that I like to do my tactics cards in. Generally, as across everything, whether it's on the show or at home, unless there are like glaring things is affiliation, character-specific, restricted, everything else. And just kind of going down that list. So let's start with our affiliation ones. And we have three possible ones. We don't need to take all of them, but there are three, which are Banishment, Bats the Ghost Hound, and Siege of Darkness. Okay. I think the obvious one is Siege of Darkness. It's Wakanda Forever for an extra power on characters that have better attacks. Let's take it. Yeah? Yeah. Giving Ghost Rider a free attack. It's not... An extra attack It's not terrible. Yeah. Um, that's going to be great. But then the other two are... We have Banishment, which is after an attack made by an allied Midnight Sun character is resolved, if the uh, attack will contain a crit, wild, and hit, the allied character may spend two to play this card. The target character and enemy character... Within two uh, target, ca- the target character and enemy characters within two of it gain the stun special condition. Mm. So it's very situational,
1: but you get right. a stun out of it. Yeah. Ugh! I don't know that I want to bet on all of those situations playing out. Mm-hmm.
0: Then the now- other one is Bats the Ghost Out, the best boy in this game. Um, and it's when an Allied Midnight Suns character is a. Is modifying its attack or defense dice, it may spend two power to play this card. Change one of its allied character's attack or defense dice to any result. This effect may change skills. Ooh, okay. And most importantly, this is a way for them to get their wild triggers or any other like specialty triggers they have. Yeah, yep. Yeah. This one might be a good one to take, I think. hmm And specifically on Blade, it is a two dice uh, change. A two dice swing for two power. Because you can change a skull into a, or a skull blank or shield into a wild, and his wild on his builder is a pierce, which then takes away one of your opponent's dice. Awesome.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah, that definitely seems worth it then.
0: So we have those two. Uh, And then we're looking at character-specific cards. Uh, I think we want to start with Mr. Deal with the Devil. Yes. We talked about the combo earlier, but just getting Ghost Rider to die and pop out of a Hella and have Hella not die Mm -hmm. is too funny not to play, I think. Absolutely. No, definitely taking that one. Mm -hmm. Um, Other ones. I don't think we have many other character-specific cards. To look at which, fair that happened yeah. sometimes. Yep, um, because I don't think Dr. Voodoo let me just double check, but I don't think Dr. Voodoo has any because I think he was just he's filled with convocation cards and nothing for himself. Uh, oh no, he does have a card, uh, he has a card named Seance. Okay. Uh, voodoo may play this card for free Woo! Uh, while do, right. voodoo has uh his brother daniel token add two dice instead of one to his attack defense and default uh attack defense and dodge rolls while adding dice for each crit result this round while another character has brother daniel they do not add crits add dice okay. for so it's like you can use this ability to either get a double explode or a hex.
1: All right. I don't think I would say no to that, right? Fair enough. It's pretty cool.
0: Yep. Um, but now let's talk restricted cards because our restricted cards have changed. Out is all you've got. In is bitter rivals. Um, yeah,
1: that shook some stuff up because Tim loves taking better rivals. Mm-hmm. Loves, love, loves it.
0: Also, Doom Prophecy is now an Asgard card. Go <laughs> Um, So we can safely ignore Doom Prophecy. I will not be surprised if it comes off the restricted list the next time around. Yeah. Because it just... With it being uh, Asgard affiliated and there being basically no good targets in Asgard right now, and even if it was, it's a affiliation card so it doesn't inherently break the game, Yeah, I'm surprised they left it on the list this time around. Yeah, that seems really interesting. Yeah. Um, Do you have any preferences with your restricted cards?
1: I don't. Oh.
0: Cool. Um... I think field dressing is very funny for us because we get a days off of it and then we revive them and we get another days. So we get two triggers
1: of the soul tokens. That's exactly what we want to be going for, so. Mm -hmm. And then I think
0: much in and then I just think for its innate healing power we go with med pack.
1: Okay, yep.
0: And this leaves us four other cards to get in here.
1: Whew, okay.
0: Um. And there are a lot of options at this point. Um, we have things that are very offensively focused like blind obsession. Uh we have things that are movement focused like climbing gear. Uh we have the brand new uh technically not Brace for Impact
1: Indomitable. So I saw that one on the list here and I was like, what the hell is that? Indomitable.
0: It's it's coming out in the Colossus pack. It's one of the cards that got spoiled when those packs got spoiled uh, recently. Um, It's when an ally character would be thrown or pushed by an enemy effect. It may spend two power to play this card. The ally character
1: is not thrown or pushed. Yeah, I definitely want to take that. Yeah, for sure.
0: That seems really solid. Um,